Hello and welcome to Spiritual Tea Talk. I'm Michelle Lowry. I am an animal intuitive and a soul expansion facilitator. And I am here with Michelle McEwen, who has been, I don't want to say struggling because that's not the right word, but she has been navigating a lost voice and a sore throat. So we're going to see how much of this we can do. And we have a great story behind all of this that we hope will inspire you. So welcome and thank you for being here. Welcome, everyone. Hopefully you can hear that. <laughs> so Michelle is um, also an animal intuitive. She's a psychic medium. She does healing work and works on the galactic realms and multidimensional areas of our lives uh, to bring us whole, to show us where our home is, and so much more. So um, we are thrilled to be back here again <laughs> this week, and I'd like to introduce you to Maui, who apparently has some vocal desires to share with everyone today. So we're just going to go with it. We're just going to allow it to unfold. So um, today we wanted to talk about um, when a life challenge hits, uh, what do we do? How do we navigate that? And how do we find our best way through it um, without going into ego and without going into self-sabotage and allowing even a challenge to elevate us and teach us something maybe about ourselves that we didn't know before? So uh, this morning when Michelle texted me and said, I have no voice um, and what are we going to do today? Because we're recording this podcast and we're also teaching a two hour online class um, later this evening. So this is a big deal. And what do we do and how do we navigate that? And I sat with it and I texted her back and I said, why don't we just keep going? Why don't we just set the intention that everything will be fine and you will be have have enough of a voice to be able to share your wonderful self with everybody tonight and what does that look like what steps need to be taken and so do you want to share what you did today I did absolutely nothing no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I went back to bed and said okay I'll wake up tomorrow no <laughs> no um so me losing my voice is an ongoing process for me for the last several years. I've worked on it spiritually, energetically, physically. It is what it is nowadays. And um, uh, sometimes I cancel clients. Sometimes I don't cancel clients. And I find that the sessions that I don't cancel my clients and I don't have a voice, they actually, it's a more intense session because they have to pay more attention to what I'm saying. Thank you, Maui. Maui's trying to talk for me, which yeah. I super appreciate. <laughs> but so what I did this morning is when I woke up and I was like, oh, I, I don't have a voice. What am I going to do? And um, at first I wasn't going to text you and be like, nope, I'm just going to power through this, which is what I usually do anyways, is power through everything. But um, I wanted to reach out because I felt super responsible because of the podcast, because of the Zoom tonight, which is the majority of what I do on the fourth Thursday with meditations and everything like that. So it's not that I didn't have faith that spirit will give me my voice. It's just that I wanted to be 
on the precautious side, just in case spirit didn't give me my voice. Um, and then, so when she said, nope, we're going to go forth, I was so happy with that. And what I did was I actually went onto my Facebook page and for something that I have never <coughs> done before, thank you, Maui, something that I never done before was I asked for energy for myself. I told people I didn't have a voice. I had a super busy day and I welcome all energy, thoughts, <laughs> prayers, whatever your language is. I welcome that if you so would love to give me, give me these uh, healing thoughts. And I'm so over my community for all the energy that they sent me. And I'm pretty proud of myself for accepting that energy and um, being able to use that energy to um, be able to present myself today. And as I'm tuning in and as I'm channeling, you could tell my voice is getting stronger. And this is what usually happens with connecting with spirit. So a lot of times when I am in session and there's something going on with me physically, if it's a cold, if it's no voice, whatever it is, the moment I tune into spirit, I become that channel. It all pushes to the side and I'm able to speak as clearly as possible and, um, or the symptoms go away, whatever that is until I, I don't want to say tune out or until I, um, lower the vibration a little bit, let's say I turn the frequency to human again, let's say that. So, um, today I did have a client and I reached out to her saying that what was going on and giving her an option that let's reschedule. Well, she never got my message until she pulled into the driveway. And that's, and I took that from spirit saying, nope, you're going to be fine today. Go forth with yourself. And I did, but I took, but I'm taking extra care of myself today. So I went and got fresh ginger. I got lemon. I got raw honey. I've been and some throat tea. I've been drinking all of this all day long. I'm a little sick of honey. I love tea. <laughs> and I'm a tea drinker. <laughs> and it's 444. 444. Yes. Grounding foundation. Yes. <laughs> and um, thank you, Maui. Maui's still trying to talk for me. And I just went forth even today. Like you could probably, you could ask Michelle right before we went on, my voice was not this strong talking until I tuned in. I just took a moment. I went within myself. I called upon spirit and I asked for my voice to be as loud and clear as possible. So I can give the messages that I need to give today. So I guess this is a lesson in trust trusting the universe, trusting myself and surrendering going, okay, this is, this is the hur hurdle that I have today. How am I going to go over it or around it? And, and I, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So what hurdle has, has gotten into your way? Has it stopped you completely? Or are you going to find a way 
to break it down or to remove it or go around it? Or are you going to let it take you down? And that's okay. Maybe you jump over it and you stumble. I'm not the most graceful person. So I usually stumble through a lot of stuff. And then I come out going, I'm good. I'm okay. I made it. So you don't have to be graceful while doing this. You could have scraped knees. You could have hurt feelings. You could fail the first couple of times you try. But are you going to try? Because you will succeed. Even trying, you succeed. So how are you going to try? How are you going to overcome? And it's not all stubbornness because I'm pretty stubborn. So I will push through a lot of stuff. <laughs> but how are you going to show up for yourself? And this year I pledged that I was going to show up differently. And twice I did it differently today. By reaching out and asking for help. That's hard. That's hard. Not only because I'm, I'm an energy worker, I work on other people. I send energy to others. But it was hard for me to ask. But I also know because teaching others to receive, teaching myself to receive, that by me asking gave others the opportunity to give to me. And so not only was I receiving, I was also giving that opportunity also. And to me, that's a balanced, that's balance receiving right there. Balance giving, balance receiving. We have the figure eight between all of us. And everything's good. So do you want to add some stuff? Oh my gosh. I don't know about all of you that are listening, but that was one of the most profound, heartfelt upfront as it is shares of go, working through a challenge um that i've heard in a long long time i i i'm almost emotionally tearful with listening to um to how you've described that because how many times are we quick to cancel something how many times are we quick to um decide that we're not going to do it because something has happened how many times are we actually missing out on some of the best opportunities that the universe can give us by being willing to ask how to walk through something that was literally landed in front of you without any forewarning and it's 11 11 on there so um what i love about this is it's such an opportunity to one personally to walk with a friend and be inspired by something so amazing. And also to be reminded that we are in a giving receiving world and it's changing more and more every single day into not just taking and into not just being a victim or a saboteur, but actually standing in our own power, owning it and standing in the uniqueness of, of who we are. And when a challenge comes, to really feel it in your heart because it's not supposed to stop you in your tracks. It's not supposed to um, 
tell you that you're necessarily on the wrong path. It's to see how you navigate that challenge to the best of your ability, whether you reach out to people, whether you use the tools that you've gained in the last days, months, years that you've been kind of on this path, and then taking all of that and sitting back for a moment. So I often talk about being proactive rather than reactive. Mm-hmm. that when we're reactive, we're not connected to spirit, we're not connected to our guides, we're in the moment, we're very 3D human, physical-bodied response to something that's going on. And there are absolutely times when that's going to be your first response, especially if it's something that's tragic or really, really unexpected, that is going to be your first response. That's human. At what point can we accept, okay, this is what's happening in front of me. How can I sit even even for a minute and stop? Even for that minute of stopping and taking a breath is going to help you reset. And when you reset, it's going to help spirit and your guides and the universe come through and begin to guide you on the best way to walk forward with this challenge that you've been presented with. I like that. I also want to add that there's strength in that moment of sitting with, I don't want to say pity or having a pity party or whatever, but sitting with this sucks, like looking at your hand going, no, this, this sucks, but don't be discouraged by it going, okay, this sucks. I'm sitting with it. Now, how do I change this? Exactly. I love become that. empowered by it. So when you because a lot of times what we try to do is like, oh, we're, we're feeling trauma, we're feeling hurt, we're feeling this, I must shove it. Don't recognize it, throw the blanket over it, sweep it under the rug. I must shift this as quickly as possible, right? But what happens is that we stuff it. And so if you take a moment and acknowledge your feelings, like my feelings are hurt, or this really is terrible, or wow, I'm not lucky today, whatever that feeling is, for a moment, you're acknowledging it, you're able to release it. And then you're able to truly move through it or move above it. I love that. Thank you for that. Thank you. I Emotions is such a huge topic. Um, Which I love. I know. (laughs) And I really feel that what we're learning to do in this new paradigm and this new energy that's here on earth is to recognize all of our emotions. They're all valuable and they all teach us something. And they're all there to show us more about who we are, to go deeper into our soul and our being, to understand all the different emotions and to walk away from or separate from the teachings that say that these emotions are bad and these emotions are good and these emotions you shouldn't share and these emotions you should do this with. And we've been taught really well over the years, many, 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 many years, um, what emotions are and how we're supposed to Um, work with them or not work with them. And I personally, I can't speak for Michelle, but I could when she couldn't speak. (laughs) (laughs) But now she has her voice back. Um, 
it's really important to honor all of you. And in shamanism, they talk about the shadow side um, as well as, you know, the, the light side and the shadow side are generally the emotions that we're like, oh, I don't like this about myself. And so that's the piece I'm going to ignore or cover up, as Michelle was saying. But there's a time and a space for the shadow side to actually become a very powerful ally for you, depending on what's going on. And that if you tend to get angry quickly, um, there's definitely work to do around that. But there may come a time in your life where anger is a saving grace if used in the right way. And anger, um, one of the things that I can't remember which teacher had said that if anger is the way you express yourself, it's another way of taking all of this powerful energy and doing something with it. So not just being angry and stamping your feet and screaming at people, but how do you harness that amazing level of energy and utilize it to move you forward, to change something about what you're doing, to face a challenge, to find the energy to powerhouse through an old pattern or a burden and smash it and move forward. So all of our emotions are all tools when used in a way that's in alignment with learning and expanding and growing. Absolutely. Make that anger productive. Yes. Um, And I say that a lot. I say that us as humans, we're stubborn. And so we're not going to seek change. We're not going to want change. We're not going to make change until we're uncomfortable, until we're really upset or angry about something. Then we make changes, don't we? Yes, we definitely do. So a a while ago, I'm going to stop saying how many years ago, because I don't remember anymore. I went to Sedona. I don't know if I told you this story or not. No, no, I'm interested. So I went to Sedona with a friend, um, meeting my cousin out there and her friend. Well, she's my friend too. Anyways, that's not important. (laughs) The Virgo getting lost in the details of a story. Shocking. Um, Anyways, uh, we went to one of the vortexes. Now, I don't know how many people have gone to Sedona and gone to the vortexes. They're not labeled very well. You can easily get lost. And so I don't remember which vortex it was, but we started walking down this path and I saw this sign said, uh, dead man's lane or something like that, or road or path. And I was like, oh, this is not a good sign. Literally not a good sign. And we started walking. And then all of a sudden I started having this image of like Native Americans um, crawling on the ground, watching me. And that's when I realized that I was having a vision of this woman with her family. And long story short, it didn't end well, but apparently I was channeling her to do some healing on the land that happened there. And as we finally made our way up to the vortex, this beautiful rock, that had this tree, there was a spirit medicine man standing there waiting for me. And so I asked him, are you, are you here to assist me with this? And he said, yes, land of the energy that it was holding, the negative energy that it was holding. And um, before I came out of meditation, 
he gave, he shared some wisdom with me. And what he told me was that humans are one of the only races that have emotions that we have. We're one of the only beings that experience these emotions and that we develop these emotions for a reason. And he said, don't lose these emotions because they're here to help you in life. They're here for you to discover things. They're here for you to learn. They're here for you to clear. And the other beings out there, the many beings out, you know, in space, um, seek humans because of these emotions that we hold and we experience. Because a lot of them don't experience those emotions. And I've, like when I've connected with galactic beings, they have said that to me, but I've also, wow, I'm really coming out of the closet. I'm really speaking my <laughs> voice today. Wow. Yay. Take note, everybody. <laughs> but note. also some of the books that I've read about <laughs> galactic beings have said the same thing. And I, and this was channeled to me years before I read these things. So the, and reading them in the books just confirmed to me what, what I was given, that wisdom that I was given as a gift. And I just, I've held that ever since. And I, I help like one of the things that I do and one of the things that I truly love to do is connect people with their emotions. And maybe because I'm also an empath. So, I mean, emotions is my life and my emotions, everybody else's emotions, whatever. It could be overwhelming, could be underwhelming, whatever. It's an emotion. But, um, I do. I really try to help people connect to those emotions because our society, we've been taught to stuff them and we stuff them so easily. And then we wonder why we have aches and pains that doctors can't figure out what's going on. We have emotional breakdowns, mental breakdowns. Why so many people are lost. Depression runs rapid. Because we have no form of releasing these emotions. We're not taught that at a young age. Things need to change. They do. <laughs> wow. I think Michelle's going to go for president. Oh, no. She's going to change the emotional structure of the world. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, just do, I'll just do it here. <laughs> just in her, home, her own home area and online for people that are not in her area yeah i i feel that we're coming because we're coming into a time that is this beautiful unconditional love and this heart energy is is really arising through all of us i feel that people are, are experiencing emotions on a much bigger scale than they were that very often the medicines that squash those emotions um are not working as well anymore either absolutely because the soul is now saying i want a different way of doing this i want to be real i want to have the experience and i want to heal in a very different way that allows me to know the difference um, it allows me to track 
I know for me, a lot of um, depression and stuff I had as a child, for me actually ended up being food-based. Oh, interesting. The food that I was eating was causing a shift in my physical body and my mental health um, and creating all kinds of emotions that were not great. Um, And it took a long time. Actually, it was my dad, but it took a long time um, to discover what that was and that that was even a thing because back then it wasn't still nowadays <laughs> i mean we're just now talking about we are what we eat and the yes. food like yes god is like the second brain yes if exactly. not the first brain exactly the body that you know what we've been led to believe in the way that our body works um is very different to actually how our body works and what it needs and what it needs is that emotional support and that I'm the first one to say that chocolate is my go-to. Ice cream is my go-to every single sugar, night. Sugar, look. I bake a lot. Sugar, so sugar, sugar, sugar. However, um, I lead a very active life. Um, I work out from the barn work that I do. Um, and I'm able to balance it so that the sugar's not running my life. It's just a treat. It becomes something that I feel is a nice way to end my day because I've been busy doing what I'm doing. Yeah. The other thing that came up um, is with the emotions is that our animals have emotions, but most of the time their emotions are actually mirroring where we're at. Yeah. And I've been tracking and studying this for a long time because each of the animals that have come into my life have taught me immensely about where I'm at in any given moment and what my emotions are doing Um, by the way they're responding. And the dog I have now is phenomenally good at doing that. And so it allows me to take a a look at myself. And that's another piece. We're all taught to go outside of ourselves to find the answers. And all of our answers are inside. And we're learning now, even more so, how to go in to, to seek the answers or how to ask the right questions to seek those answers. So you know, Michelle and I could probably talk about this for ever, ever and hours. Yeah. And I'm sure it will come up again in conversation. Um, the biggest thing that we wanted to share today was how when you're when you're given something in the morning that could change your entire day, how do you navigate that? Yeah. And how do you step up to the plate and decide what steps you're going to take in order to walk through it rather than avoid it or bury it? And for Michelle today, it was acknowledgement, it was self-care, it was the universe guiding a lot of it with her client that showed up. Um, And honestly, even since I showed up to uh, start gathering today our time together, Michelle's voice has exponentially improved. So there's so much to this that we invite you to look at for yourselves. And there's so much of this that We invite you to honor in yourself and sit within yourself and reach out when you need to. Um, You're not supposed to do this alone. No, we're all seeking our communities. And just know there's like-minded people all around you. Sometimes we just have to speak up. Sometimes we have to raise our hand and say, I'm here. And then others will be like, I'm here too. I am too. Exactly. They're showing me the like a, a, a lighter, like one person lights a, a flame 
and then more people see that and they light and then you look around and there's just flames all around you showing that we're not alone we're yeah we are together we always have that connection yeah and we'll always have that connection i love that i think that's yeah. a great place to say thank you for the listeners <laughs> and uh, yeah bye um so we would love to thank you for being here we would love to um invite you to look at the other episodes if you haven't seen them yet um we're now on iHeartRadio. we're on apple music um and we're on mixcloud I do audible and yeah, we're all over the place. So you can find Spiritual Tea Talk everywhere now. And we're thrilled that you're here listening to There's this. There's no more hiding us. No more hiding. Please like, follow, share, comment. If there's a way to comment, we would love to hear from all of you. And we appreciate every single person that shows up for us, shows up for themselves and shares this time with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Many Thank blessings. You. See you next week. Oh, hear you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.